take you to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 27. Proverbs 11 and verse 27 reads like this. He that diligently seeketh good procureth favor, but he that seeketh mischief, it shall come unto him. Hmm. Proverbs 12 and 2. Proverbs 12 and 2 gives us more insight. A good man obtains favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices will he condemn. Hmm. Let me give you one more. In Proverbs 3 and verse 1. Because a threefold cord is not easily broken. If he said it once, if he said it twice, but if he said it three times, he's trying to get something to get you to understand. Proverbs 3, 1 says, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Why? For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. My son, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Wow. Folks, today I come to help you develop a real lasting favor consciousness that produces kingdom results for you and others. Today's message is entitled, Creating Favor Moments. Favor Moments. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't you want some favor moments? Just, just some moments where you just show up and something good happens to you. All right. And by favor, I mean a privilege, a concession. By favor, I mean favoritism. I mean, you just show up and something good happens to you. But here's the key. There's God's part, but there's also your part. Your part must harmonize in order to experience real favor moments. Meaning you gotta work together with God. Amen. Gotta be in harmony with God. Amen. And I wanna share with you from Esther, the book of Esther, and give you some understanding of what I mean by creating favor moments. Many of you know the story of Esther. She was uh, a young girl and she was raised by somebody by the name of Mordecai. And Mordecai raised her and took her into his arms, into the family and did everything he could to make things better for her. Now here's what I want you to understand. Every one of you here 
must understand that in your life you will have times and you will have seasons. Times and seasons. And in times and seasons, there's some things you'll have understanding of and some things you don't have understanding until later, at, later on. It's called growing up. When you're a child, you think as a child. But there comes a time when you have to grow up and mature. Amen. And when you're growing up, you don't understand everything while you're growing up. I, I, you just don't understand everything when you're growing up. There's some things you have to walk through, but later on you'll understand it by and by. Amen, 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 amen. Now, Esther chapter 4 and verse 10. So Esther has been raised by Mordecai. And now she's in a season now where she's going to have to face some realities. There's some things that she's been assigned to do that she didn't know that she was going to have to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm hitting Esther because all of us are in families. And there's sometimes when you're in your family, you be going through stuff and you don't understand why you're going through that stuff. But it's preparation for later on. It's preparation for your greatness to come forth. Amen. Esther chapter 4 verse 10. Again, Esther spake unto Hatar and gave him commandment unto Mordecai. And the king's servant and the people of the king's province do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king into the inner court who is not called, there is one law of his put to him to death, except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter, that he may live, but I have not been called to come unto the king these 30 days. All right? Esther finds herself in a season where Mordecai is saying to her, now, Esther, it's time for you to grow up because if you don't do this, not only is your family going to be messed up, but you're going to die. And she didn't even understand. She didn't know that this was about to happen in her life. And all of us will have times and seasons when you have to face life realities. That there's some things that you are assigned to do that you didn't ask to have to do them. It just shows up and you, you the one that has been elected to do it. And I'm talking about in your bloodline, in your family line. Why do I have to do this and why do I have to do that? Because you were elected before the foundations of the world. Before you were born, God already assigned this to you. Hmm. Here in my opening text, we hear that anyone that approaches the king without holding out the golden scepter would automatically be put to death. Now, Esther is in connection with the king who rules in his territory, but she ain't seen the king for 30 days. I said 30 days. I said 30 days. There ain't been no romance for no 30 days. She ain't seen the king for 30 days. Got it? It's a long time. Here we learn again that for 30 days, Esther the queen had not been called to come unto the king. Nevertheless, it was time for her to see the king. 
Now get this. But what must she do in order to create the favor moment? Even though she is the queen, if the king does not hold out the golden scepter, she can die. I don't know about you, but hey, in some cultures, that's the way they roll. That means if she comes in there wrong, she's going to lose her life. Mm -hmm. What must you do to create your favorite moments too? Esther 4 and verse 12. Here we go. And they told Mordecai Esther's words, meaning initially Esther said, hey, I ain't doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm not, it's been 30 days. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. But Mordecai helps her understand that, oh, okay now, Esther, it's your time to step up. Look at your next say, neighbor. There's a time you're going to have to step up. You didn't ask for it, but you're going to have to step up. Mm. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, get this, time and season, in this time if you hold your peace, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. Meaning if you don't do it, God's going to raise somebody else to do it. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou hast come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Wow. Folks, here we learn one of the first steps we each must take to create a favor moment. What is it? Overcoming the demonic spirit of fear huh, with faith courage. Say, 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 neighbor. I know sometimes fear wants to get a hold of you, but you better tell that demon, go! Get off of me. I have faith and not fear. I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Overcoming the demonic spirit of fear with faith courage. Esther 4 and verse 15. Let me, let me build the case even more. All right? So now Esther is realizing that if she goes in there wrong, she can die. She got to face that fear and get over that. Esther 4.15. Then Esther bade them return to Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me. All the Jews. All the Jews. And fast ye for me. And neither eat nor drink three days night or day I also and my maidens will fast likewise and so will I go unto the king which is not according to the law and if I perish I perish meaning I'm gonna face this fear I'm gonna conquer this fear fear is not gonna torment me I'm not gonna be harassed by this for 
And if I perish, I perish. Meaning I surrender. Got it? So Mordecai, so Mordecai went his way and did according to all Esther had commanded him. Now, I'm hitting this hard because some of you don't understand how important it is to be a part of a church, to be a part of a fellowship. And when you're in test in times and seasons, you need somebody else praying with you. You need somebody else fasting with you. You need somebody that's agreeing with you for the victory. And sometimes it ain't your immediate family. Hey, hey, hey. Praise God. Everybody in your family may not be saved. But when you're around saved folk, they will agree with you. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Note the faith action that Esther and her associates did for three days and three nights. They fasted and prayed three days and nights. In order, in other words, they spent time seeking the Lord for themselves and others. In tough times, folks, you need to spend some time with the Lord. Say, neighbor, stop worrying. Spend some time with the Lord. He will keep you in perfect peace because your mind is stayed and you will create a favor moment. Mm, 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 mm. Folks, corporate prayer and corporate fasting make a real kingdom difference when actively applied without murmuring and complaining about the process. Now, I don't know about you, I, I, I'm the pastor, but sometimes I struggle with prayer, okay? Sometimes I struggle with fasting because I like, I like, I like um, pizzas and I like, um, you know, cheesecakes and I like good stuff. And, and when it comes to fasting, I, um, I, got to, I, have to, I have to say, all right, in the name of Jesus, cake, get away from me. In the name of Jesus, burger, get away from me. It ain't easy. But guess what? When you do it, it produces the blessing. Esther 5 and verse 1, what happens? Now it came to pass on the third day, after three days of fasting and praying, that Esther put on her royal apparel. Okay, now let me go here. It does make a difference how you look. I say it does make a difference how you look. Uh, how you present yourself. When you're stepping into tough times, it makes a difference how you look. Esther put on her royal apparel and stood in the inner court of the king's house, over against the king's house. And the king sat upon the royal throne in the royal house, over against the gate of the house. And it was so. When the king saw Esther, the queen, standing in the court, that she obtained, that she obtained, she obtained favor in his sight. I'm telling you folks, when you roll with God, there's a spirit of favor that can be on you. And all you got to do is show up and favor manifests. Oh my God. Example, yesterday we went to get our car fixed. We went to get the car, you know, because of the weekend, we went to get the car fixed. 
and we were just sitting in there waiting for the, the car to be, to be serviced, and somebody walked by and recognized me. And said, oh, Pastor Lily, came over and shook my hand. Why are you here? And I told them why I was here. They went and checked on my car, came back, said, I just, we, it's going to be fine. And we, we took $20 off. Huh? I took $20 off of whatever it's going to cost you. Favor. And if it's on the pastor, it's on you. Receive yeah, it. I just see some of y'all didn't let that little. Don't get. I'm, I'm, I, I didn't. I, I didn't go there expecting that. It, it just manifested. Say, 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 neighbor. I see favor all around you. It's a moment. And it was so, when the king saw Esther, the queen, standing in the court, that she obtained favor in his sight. And now get this, and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Huh? So Esther drew near and touched the top of the scepter. Then said the king unto her, oh my God, what wilt thou, Queen Esther? And what is thy request? It shall be given to thee to have the kingdom. Have the kingdom. After praying and fasting three days and three nights corporately. And then stepping in looking good. Smelling good. Smiling good. She got favor. What do you want, Esther? Whatever you want, Esther. Whatever you, whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you want. Maybe the reason you ain't had favor is because you ain't been cooperating with God. You don't know the last time you prayed. You don't know the last time you read the word. You don't know the last time you fasted and said, God help me. You don't want to go nowhere without some godness. I say you don't want to go nowhere without some godness. You want some Holy Ghost helping you. You need some God on you, on around you. Angels stand in charge. Oh my God, my God, my God. Awesome, awesome. Here we discover Queen Esther obtained creative favor for a moment by having overcome demonic fear with real faith courage. And what a favorite moment it was. After all, she could have been killed. Hmm? Had she not done her faith part which while God did his part. And folks, far too often we expect God to do his part without us having to do our part. I got news for you. We're living in times you better be praying every day. You better be praising every day. You ought to be forgiven every day. Every day, every day, every day, every day so that you dwell in the secret place of the Most High. You abide under the shadow of the Almighty. There no evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. Amen, 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 amen. Say, neighbor, favor is all over you. Favor is all over you. God loves you, and he surrounded you with favor. Amen. Oh, my God, my God. Folks, far too often we expect God to do his part without us having to do our part. That's not how it works in the kingdom of God. There is God's part, 
and there is our part. So if you truly want to huh, create a favor moment, remember you too must overcome demonic fear without, with real faith courage. Now, let's be honest now. We're living in times where fear is being loosed everywhere. They want us to be fearful of everything. You got to bind that, you got to take authority over fear. You got to push past the fear. Come on now. No fear, no place. I resist it in Jesus' name. No, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm getting stronger. Stop talking. I, no, I ain't getting weak. I'm getting stronger. God strengthened me. Holy Ghost, help me. Every day. Every day. Because as you think in your heart, so are you. Say, God, thank you for the revelation. Now, let me look at another example of creating a favorite moment. Let's go to Job. Ha-ha. What chapter? 42. Job 42 and verse 1. You know it. Then Job answered and said, Lord, the Lord, and said, I know that thou can do everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not. Things too wonderful for me which I knew not. Here I beseech thee and I will speak. I will demand of thee and declare thou unto me. And I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ears, but now my eye seeth thee. Wherefore I abhor myself, get this, and I repent in dust and ashes. Job had been through some challenging situations, lost his whole family, lost everything, got sick, went through all of that. But now he's in chapter 42. He's in the season when all the hell he's been through has prepared him for greatness. I'm prophesying to you. The hell you've been through is preparing you for greatness. I said the hell you've been through is preparing you for greatness. You endured hardness as a good soldier. Now it's time to, huh? To receive the blessing of the Lord that maketh you rich and out of no sorrow. Chapter 42. And you know Job lost everything. Everything. In preparation for the blessing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Folks, here we learn another master key to creating a favorite moment. Repenting and making the necessary changes Almighty God requires. Meaning, I know you might be educated, and I know you might have, you know, a whole lot of stuff, but all have sinned. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes some mistakes. But when you repent and change, Oh my God, where my sin abounds, grace much more abounds, and God begins to do what he promised to do, which is to bless you coming in and bless you going out. Okay, Job 42 and 7, here we go, watch what happens. And it was so that after the Lord had spoken the words to Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz, the, the man, Temanite, my wrath is kindled against thee, and against thy two friends, 
for you have not spoken of me the things that is right as my servant Job. These were the people that were messing with Job when he was going through. I just got you to understand, there's sometimes in season even your friends will mess with you. Even your friends will trash you because they're leaning to their own understanding and not in all of their ways acknowledging God. You got to know that sometimes in friendship, friendship gets interesting. It gets interesting. And you got to understand, uh uh, no, 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 no. It ain't time. Even family, even family that raised you up, that brought you up, they have some stupid moments too. They have some incredible moments. But God is able to transform that thing around. There's a chapter 42. Therefore, take unto you now seven bullocks and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering. And my servant Job shall pray for you. Now I got to go here. Every time somebody trashes, you pray for them. Every time somebody gets on your last nerve, pray for them. Pray for those that despitefully use you. Bless and curse not. Now you want to cut them, but you need to pray for them. Pray. God, Lord, Father, you know I want to kill them. Father, you know I want to beat them. But I repent, God. God, save them. God, deliver them. Satan, I bind you. Take your hands off of them. Holy Ghost, arrest them. Holy Ghost, deliver them. Save them like you saved me. Hey. Hey. These folk trashed Job. He had lost everything. And they, they, they trashed him. It hurt. But God stepped in. Say, now Job, Job, pray for him. How you gonna pray for somebody and they done been they done they done done everything to hurt you? That's supernatural. It ain't natural, it's supernatural. Something God comes on you and you do what God says to do. And then you got peace that passes all understanding, that keeps your heart and keeps your mind. Oh my God. My Job, my servant Job shall pray for you. For him will I accept. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. For him will I accept. His prayers for you. God will accept. And he, thank you, Holy Ghost. In your family line, it's your prayers for them. The ones that hurt you, the ones that cut you, that's keeping them alive. Yeah, you don't even know who you are. You don't know who you is. They done trashed you. They done hurt you. But you prayed for them. And because you prayed for them, you kept them alive. Well, you, just, you just don't know what they... Yay! Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Ooh. 
my servant Job shall pray for you, for him will I accept, lest I deal with you after your folly. In other words, if Job don't pray for you, I'm going to kill you. Some of your kinfolk are alive because you prayed for them. Well, I, mm, how is it that the rascals in our life seem to live a long time? Because of your prayers and the mercy that follows you all the days of your life. Lest I deal with you after your folly, in that you have not spoken of me the thing which is right, like my servant Job. So while Job was going through, Job was still saying, Lord, I still believe on you. I still trust in you. I'm still going to Eagle Summit. Even though I'm broken, I'm hurting. I'm still going to come and pray. I'm still going to pay my tithes. I'm still going to serve. I'm still going to be a blessing. I'm still. Ooh, say neighbor. Are you getting this revelation? You can create a favorite moment. Hallelujah. Folks, here we discover how almighty God works behind the scenes of our lives to make the crooked straight and the rough places plain. The same folk that mocked Job to his face now had to have Job pray for them so that they could be delivered. Ooh. 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 Now, you know it's supernatural when you pray for somebody and they have trashed you. It ain't nobody but God that's giving you the grace to do that. And because you do that, not only do they get blessed, but you get blessed. Oh, my God. My God. Remember, we are to pray for those who despitefully use us and bless and curse not. Job did so and obtained favor all the more. What do you mean? Job 42, 10. Watch what happens. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Those friends that cut him, those friends that hurt him, he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Twice. Ooh. Then came there unto him all his brethren and all his sisters. And all they that had been on his acquaintance before and did eat bread with his, him in the house. And they bemoaned him and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money. A piece of money. I said a piece of money. Say money, honey. And everyone an earring of gold. Everyone an earring, in that culture, an earring of gold. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. Now, I got to go here. Some of you are walking through some difficult times, but there is a latter end. And there's a latter end where there's a blessing that's going to blow your mind. Say, say, neighbor. There's a blessing on the way that's going to blow your mind. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Because it's coming. Your way. Yeah. 
So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than the beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camel and 1,000 yoke of oxen and 1,000 she-asses. He also had seven sons, hallelujah, and three daughters. Folks, when you learn to truly repent and make the necessary daily changes, you too will be creating favor moments. Said another way, favor will surround you as a shield, creating favor moments. Oh my goodness. One, remember, 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 remember overcoming demonic spirits of fear with honest faith courage. And two, truly repent and make the necessary daily changes that help create favor moments. Now, can I give you one more as I begin to close? Huh? Let's go to Matthew 9 and verse 20. Let me give you one more awesome word. Matthew 9, 20, and you know this story, this woman. And behold, the woman which was diseased with the issue of blood 12 years, you know about it, came behind and touched the hem of his garment. Now here's where, I want you, here's the revelation. For she said within herself, she said where? If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. Now, eye contact. What are you saying constantly within yourself? Because whatever you're saying within yourself is either helping you or hurting you. And you got a thief that comes every day to make you say the wrong thing in yourself. All right? Here's a woman that had this disease for 12 years, but she was saying some stuff inside of herself that was gonna make the difference. The last key for the day is the importance of learning to daily hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm holding on to that. No matter what I'm walking through, no matter what I go through, that's my confession. I shall live and not die. I'm the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. I'm holding fast to that profession without wavering. This woman was diseased, disease had a tapped into a kingdom faith breakthrough key, holding fast the profession of your faith without waiting. In other words, not being moved by what she saw, but changing things by what she said and kept on saying. Any of y'all, for all of, my, all of my, my college students or my students, say, 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 say this with all, any, any of y'all in school right now? Say it, in the name of Jesus. Say it like you mean it. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to excel in school. This is going to be one of my best years. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm going to have an A rating. Everything I do is excellent. I'm smart. In the name of Jesus, I'm excelling. All year long. In fact, I'm even going to graduate. Hallelujah. Come on, on time. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. In other words, not being moved by what she saw, but changing things by what she said and kept on saying. Folks, your words in the kingdom flow will condemn you or justify you.
Her words justified her and produced the kingdom favor she needed. Likewise, our words can and will do the same, creating favor moments. Hold fast the profession of your faith without, without words without wavering, okay? Overcome demonic spirit of fear with honest faith courage and truly repent and make the necessary daily changes that help create favor moments. In Jesus' name, and the church said, amen. amen. Now take your finger and point at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. neighbor. Remember, Remember, you know how, you know how. To, create to create favor moments. Favor do your part, because God, God is going to do his part. So I declare, favor surrounds you like a shield now and forevermore in Jesus' name. Say, I got favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For those of you that are viewing, we want you to know that you can have favor too. The Bible says, if you are unsaved, ask the Lord Jesus to come into your heart and ask him to forgive you for anything you've done wrong. And when you do, he will. Because where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. And when Jesus comes in, you become a new creature. All things have passed away and all things have become new. Then ask him to give you the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the one that was his comforter and his guide. And with the Spirit of God, he will lead you and guide you in a clean path and you'll be blessed and highly favored coming and going. Till we meet again, be blessed and know that Eagle Summit is blessing you and praying for you every day. In Jesus' name, come on, put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Say favor! 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 Arise! Arise! Hallelujah!